Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So joining us now, though, is our good buddy. Uh, oh, hey, well, tubular. On. Oh, the tubular. Tubular. Uh, on the line is host of You Better You Bet Odyssey Sports betting insider Kim Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to You Better You Bet podcast for more Kim Barkley's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. Uh, easy one for you to start. Did you prefer Charlie Brown or Winnie the Pooh as a kid? Mm. Oh, man, kind of neither. neither. I didn't watch, like, either of those. Wow. Yeah. I was definitely not a Peanuts person. I was a big Calvin and Hobbes person. So, like, when you get the funny pages okay. on Sunday, like, I've got, what, I get the Boston Globe, I guess, because I grew up in Massachusetts. Take out the, the comics. You know, like, Peanuts would always be the top one, or Garfield would always be the top one, and then Calvin and Hobbes would always be the second one. That was, like... That was my jam. Like, Winnie the Pooh was fine, I'm sure, when I was, like, five years old and learning about <laughs> whatever animals and honeypots and stuff. But when it was, like, time to consume comics or, like, animated material, uh, big-time Calvin and Hobbes person. Okay. And cartoon Honey always looked more delicious than it really is in real life. It's a great yeah. marketing and then, like, he, How did he eat the whole pot and right. then not, like, have a raging coughing fit afterwards? Yeah. Like, after anybody ever had, like, a teaspoon of honey? You want to, like... <laughs> chug a gallon of water afterwards basically this dude was like slurping it like it was you know a gallon of water or something it was crazy okay so no no you kind of you're fence sitting a little bit but i understand it because you're calvin hobbs garfield i get it okay so no charlie brown no winnie the pooh are are you more of a a joe burrow or a josh allen guy is that a this weekend conversation or a general conversation this weekend i'm gonna be a big josh allen person in general I love Joe Burrow, and I would I, I hope I never have to bet against him again, and I hope he wins every game after this one uh, for the rest of the season. But I, I would very much like him to not win this game. So is the is the backing of Josh Allen this weekend? Because I think the line's what five and a half right now. Is is how yep. much of that has is to it up do, to five and a half? I think it's a five wow. and a half. Yeah, it's yeah. actually six in a couple places. Oh, wow. uh, how much of that is on Cincinnati's offensive line issues? Because I mean, I, I was locked up with you last week. Like we all loved uh, uh, Buffalo minus the thirteen and a half, and it's like seventeen nothing out of the gate. Could have been twenty four nothing. We're like, this is the easiest bet of all time. Then you look up and they're losing in the third quarter. Uh, is there concern about what Buffalo did and how much of you loving Buffalo is Cincinnati's down, what, three starting offensive linemen? Yeah, so so to be really clear, it, with the number five and a half, six, this is not like my favorite bet or anything. Okay. The way that we have positioned ourselves on the show is we are extended on Buffalo to win the Super Bowl. And like I have a lot on Josh Allen to win Super Bowl MVP and on Josh Allen to lead the postseason in passing yards and on Stephon Diggs to lead the postseason in receiving yards. And like all of these things, because the prices were just, I think, wrong. And uh, so I, it's not like, hey, Buffalo minus five and a half, like bet of the year. I think we're, we're getting really close to the right number. We're probably on the right number right now. I do think they're very likely to win, though. And I, I think a lot of people are like, well, Joe Burrow, he's so great. And like, 
what what is possibly my counter argument to that? Of course he is. He's unbelievable, and Chase is really good, and their offense can potentially be electric. At the same time, like the last six weeks, has anybody actually watched these Cincinnati games? They're not very good. <laughs> like they're actually just not very good. Um, needed needed Tampa to gift wrap the game with a bow and a tag on it in order to, to come back from a huge deficit. Yeah. Tampa turned the ball over like five times in a quarter, basically. Uh, Bengals were getting smoked by Tampa in that game. They built a huge lead on New England. Patriots should have won that game. They fumbled at the five-yard line going in. Uh, that should have been another loss. I, I mean, they, they play the Ravens in back-to-back weeks. They have trouble putting them away when no one's playing. Then they should have lost when everyone was playing. That's it. That's the Bengals December and January. That's what it is. So they're going to, and then obviously the DeMar Hamlin no contest game where we have, we don't learn anything from that game, right? We have no idea what would have happened. This is all we have for Cincinnati. The defense is below average in every metric that we track. I, I don't think the team's very good. And I'm sure Burrow is awesome. And maybe he can overcome everything that I just said. But like, would you bet on it? listen to all the stuff in the negative column mm-hmm. and like they're going to go to Buffalo and just win like organically. I think cool. Allen could turn the ball over a bunch. They could do a lot of the stupid stuff that they did against Miami. Of course they could do that again. Um, I, I think Buffalo is very, very likely to win. I would just like caution people who think that Cincinnati can just like run this back again, that this team is actually fundamentally much somehow much worse than last year's team, which almost like defies explanation. You're also talking to somebody that's already laid his Cincinnati bet. So that was great to hear. Uh, especially the, uh, well, would you, you really get, you bet on them? Like, yeah. You can get a close game a lot of the time. Also, you might get terrible weather. It's yeah, possible the weather be. in that game is going to be bananas. It's Buffalo. There might be a, there's potentially a snowstorm during the game. So, Hey, like, if you like a dog in, in any game, yeah. if you like an underdog, this is what killed Seattle last week, is that they thought they were going to get some kind of, like, mud fight. Mm-hmm. And then they show up to the game and the sun starts coming out. Like, whoa, whoops. <laughs> here's, here's, here's Brock Purdy for 700 passing yards mm. in the game. That's unfortunate. So if you're Cincinnati, like, yeah, you, I, I think if you're Cincinnati, you want this to be the stupidest weather game ever. Josh Allen's fumbling it all over the place. He's throwing picks. And, like, that's your path to victory. I don't know in, like, a perfect weather game. I Honestly, this sounds so stupid because Miami almost won last week. I really think on average I don't that he can hang with Buffalo in a game like this. I, I, I like a lot of the dogs this weekend, and I, I will try to get to all these games with you here. But one I like, and I'm probably going to stay away because, as as you know, and everybody I think in, in the sports media world knows, if if you kind of have a, a, a you know, a, a – a, your heart's attached to a game, maybe you sit out, sit it out, right? Nick did this a week ago with the Giants and everything that's going on with that. I, I, I'm i going to sit this one out, but I kind of like Dallas plus the four. I would love for you to tell me why I'm an idiot because you, you really are, you're in tune with this stuff. You have metrics that you follow throughout the season and reasons why you lean one way or the other. Everything you just laid out, San Francisco looked amazing in that second half. I kind of like Dallas with the points. Where are you at on that one? Oh, man, I am – my level of excitement for this game is about a 100 out of 100. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really even get excited for, like, most games anymore. You mentioned you want to – you know, you got to – because you, like, your, your heart is with a team and you want to try to put that to the side. The good news is, like, I just bet I don't have a heart. I can just bet on whatever <laughs> I want. I'm heartless. And uh, I, grew up, I grew up a Patriots fan, and they won 75 titles, and I don't root for any team anymore. I don't care. So, I, 
it, it takes a lot for me to get like really into a game where like even just watching the game, I'll be super into it. Neither game Saturday really does it for me. I, I mean, I can't wait to watch them, but like, you know, whatever. It's like a divisional playoff game, team's favored by a touchdown. Bill's Bengals has the potential to be very special. I, I mean, you need Cincinnati to show up more than I think they might in order for it to be special. You need Burrow to be unbelievable for that game to be good. And he can be, he's awesome. This game, I have no idea who's going to win. And I mean that in the best possible way. So, like, I do a ton of work on teams that fit a certain profile that have the chance to win the Super Bowl. Like, you look at all of their metrics from the previous years. Usually winning a Super Bowl is like a multi-year process of, like, building towards something. And then that kind of crescendos. Think about the Rams last year, right? Like, okay, make the playoffs, make the playoffs. You make the Super Bowl with golf, but on a team that was, like, a little shaky. You plug Stafford in. Cup emerges. You still keep everything else. That's like a multi-year process that ends with them winning the Super Bowl, right? So there are teams that make a lot of sense that kind of check all the boxes. There are three that are still remaining in the postseason. There were really three entering the postseason. Buffalo is one, which I think makes sense to everybody. San Francisco is another. And Dallas is the third one. And they're playing each other. So, like, for somebody like me who, like, puts a lot of time into studying this stuff, this game is, like, epic clash of the Titans (laughs) kind of thing because, like, I don't think a lot of these other teams can win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're built like that. And I think these two teams are, and they're playing each other, and I have no clue who's going to win. (laughs) So just like whoever wins, I have a lot of futures on. I have like Super Bowl MVPs on both teams, multiple players. I have both teams to win the Super Bowl at crazy prices. This is like watching my children compete against each other in like a Little League game or something. And it's like, I don't don't know who to root for. I will tell you something I like. So I gave you nothing betting-wise there from a side standpoint. I like the over in the game a lot. Uh, whether it's going to be perfect, 60 degrees, sunny, whatever, not a deal in the game. I think a, a hidden part of Tampa Dallas Monday night is like that was Tampa's offense the whole year and it was hideous. And that's exactly what it was Monday night too. It's been brutal the whole year. I don't think anything Tampa did kind of like tested what is a fundamental weakness on Dallas, which is their pass defense. And I think, yes, it's Brock Purdy and, like, whatever. Also, he's great, and they threw for 900 yards last week. I think, I think this is the potential to be a shootout. And I think Purdy and this passing offense can ask way more questions about Dallas' secondary than Tom Brady and the Tampa offense ever could because they were terrible the whole year. And then on the flip side, what have we learned about the Niners the last few weeks? You can throw on them, mm-hmm. which is pretty unbelievable. Geno threw on him. Jarrett Stidham threw all over him. David Blau and the Cardinals threw all over him. What's Dak going to do in this game if he has any time to throw whatsoever? So I just, the pass defenses are brutal on these teams right now. I, I think that means a lot of points. It's also the lowest total of the divisional round, too, which kind of blew me away when I was looking at the numbers. A little crazy. I'm surprised it's lower than Giants-Philly. Yeah. The other two, I think, like, you, the other two have to be in the 50s. There's sure. just like, like, you can't. Like, well, Cincinnati, Buffalo would be in the 50s, but it's supposed to snow. Normally, that would be in the 50s. That's 48 right now. But, yeah, this is the one where I just – I don't really get it, honestly. Ken, Ken, when you're – let me ask you real quick because I want to get to the other games with you. Uh, you guys always say, and I, I've heard this before, like when you get to – like three and a half is a key number in, in sports gambling. Everything you just said might be right, and obviously any scenario is in play here. But when you get to like a I don't know where I lean – doesn't wouldn't you kind of implement would with three and a half to four wouldn't that kind of be in play then as like you kind of have to take it out of it could be really just the field goal difference here well i think the when i say i don't know who's going to win or like the, the numbers okay what i mean is like i rate san francisco as better than dallas i do right and uh and if i rate them as slightly better and they're playing at home then this, this is pretty good and i think the buy point for me in the game you talk about key numbers 
there has been a little bit of interest in Dallas, like the entire week, like nibbles is almost what I would call it. We're like, okay, this book's going to move like 10 cents or this book goes four to three and a half. Maybe the three and a half gets bet a little bit. If we ever saw three in the game, I would immediately bet San Francisco and feel great about it. I don't know if that's going to happen. My hope was that maybe Dallas playing so well Monday night would lead us to get that number, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're just going to stay in this range. And it honestly seems like there's a kind of a constant battle going on where every time Dallas takes money, people bet San Francisco up to minus four again. And there's, I wouldn't be surprised if you had a lot of disagreement in this game. Cause again, like the kind of fundamental qualities of both teams are so strong. Like I could make a really compelling case that these are like the second and third most likely teams to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So much attention is going to get paid to those Sunday games because they're both awesome. Cincinnati, Buffalo and in Dallas, San Francisco. And you're like, Oh, that's right. There's a couple of games Saturday too. Uh, when you get those two uh, real quick. I mean, I, I look at the giants and Eagles. That to me seems like too many points. I want to gobble them up. I'm curious how you feel about that. And then I've loved Kansas city all week. And then I see a stat this morning. I think Doug Peterson's like undefeated against the spread as a road dog in the playoffs. And I'm like, Oh God, now I'm questioning that. How do you feel about the Saturday games? I think if you like the Jags, I think this game's really going to play out in a specific way, whether you like the Jags or not. Uh, what is what is the Jags' profile all year? Uh, they get blitzed in the first half by basically every compelling team that they play. And then they – I don't even think it's halftime adjustments. I think it's like it just takes Peterson and Lawrence a little bit to kind of figure out what's going on. And then whether it's in the second quarter, third quarter, whatever – they, they tend to kind of make the right adjustments. Lawrence tends to play so much better as the game goes on. And this doesn't even have to be about the Chargers game last week, Cowboys game in the regular season, Titans game in the regular season, Ravens game in the regular season. These were all the last six weeks. All of them fit the same profile. They played the Chiefs earlier this year. They got down 20 to nothing and then lost the game by 10, outscored the Chiefs from that point forward. Why, why is this game going to be so much different than those seven games or whatever? So if you like the Jags, I think they're going to get, I think they're going to be down. And I think because that's, that's literally every game they basically <laughs> ever played. I think I think you just lie bet them if you like them to just cover a one possession type number. You know, it's seven nothing, ten three, fourteen seven, that kind of stuff. And we kind of know as the game goes on, Lawrence plays way better. So I don't really want to bet the spread beforehand, but mm. it could be like Jags just to keep the game close once Kansas City kind of starts getting rolling because the Jags have shown an ability to do that against you know a lot of teams like Kansas City to be honest. And Giants Eagles. We riding Dave. I mean, the dumbest market. I just if Jalen Hurts is okay, and that's like a big if, right? He's saying he's okay, he's gonna practice. Everybody says the right things. I don't know. When he gets hit by Dexter Lawrence, what happens? He's good or he's not good? Like we just we don't know the answer to that question. And if he's totally okay, I think this number's nuts. And I love really? the Eagles. Yeah. Wow. So these these teams played in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Everyone played for both teams. The game was at the Giants. The spread was seven and a half. We're going to go to Philly, and the Eagles are going to get a week off, and we're going to deal the same number? This is the one This is the one game where, like, I think I'm an idiot, but I don't know how. Like, I don't know how. I'm, I've not, I have not bet the game yet. It's a trap trap. I think Cam. I might get a seven. I really think I might get a seven. And I, I think I'm going to be an idiot because, like, no one agrees with me. And the market's entirely moving against me. We have people on the show love the Giants. I think they're going to keep the game close. How on earth? Like, seven and a half at the Giants. Uh, well, Week off. Yeah. They're going to host the game. It's going to be the same number. <laughs> Somebody want to explain that one to me? It's a trap trap, Ken. It's a trap trap. Don't put your, don't a, put your like hand in the trap trap. trap. It's a triple trap. I'm getting, I got like a half dozen traps going at the same time. Here. You know what? At some point, you're going to be watching this game, and you'll you'll ask this question today. You'll be watching this game, and on your couch, you'll go, 
Vanilla Vic. I didn't Van- think about Vanilla it. Vic. Vanilla Vic. Vanilla Vic got me. That's the real trap. That's the third trap. The third trap is Vanilla yeah. Vic. You never see him waiting the around. The third one's always the hidden one. I never <laughs> get the third one. Yeah. He's the host of You Better You Bet Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ken Barkley Insider Calls, presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Give him a follow on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson. We always enjoy it. Can't wait till next Thursday. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Can't wait to see how I'm an idiot. Sounds good. <laughs> there you go, Ken Barkley. Good stuff. For- Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.